Welcome, everybody, to another Broken Man podcast. I know, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> it's been a while. Yeah, I've missed doing this. I really have. Um, <clears throat> there's, there's, I, I don't know, there's a multitude of reasons why. I don't know if it's worth actually going and getting into at this point in time. I mean, I might as well just do the show. Man, there's just so much that could have been talked about, and there's so much going on right now. I mean, you just scroll your news feed if you have, uh, I mean, I currently have an iPhone and, you know, the Apple News thing. And if, if you just let it run and you just check out the news, there's just so much going on. There's so much that has happened over the last few months, you know, with the uh, foo-foo virus and, uh, you know, that wasn't enough apparently. So we had to spark a, a race war. And then, of course, it's not, it's not, and it's not even so much about race as it is an obvious communist socialist agenda. Because if you look around, if you look at the protesting going on, if you, even the BLM protest is mostly white people, it's, it's a bunch of these white millennial kids, uh, actually, probably closer to what, what is it, Generation Z or whatever. Um, a lot of uh, late teens, early 20s, you see these people out here just causing all kinds of problems. And they're they're being paid to do so, I'm sure. You know, I have no proof of that, but if I'm <clears throat> if you if you look through, BLM's had several million dollars donated to it from various organizations that are hard to trace. You know, uh Antifa is another one, obviously. Um you just you just look around. And there's so much going on. It's hard to, I guess, pick one thing. You know, pick one thing to stick with to talk about and report on. So other people are able to do that. I have a hard time doing that because my mind's always wondering. It's I'm 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 taking in. I'm soaking in everything from all different sources, trying to make heads or tails. Meanwhile, I I kind of know just from, again, I haven't read the whole Bible, but I've read enough of it to know that a lot of this stuff is going to happen. It has to happen. This stuff has to go on. And it will continue to get worse. It's not going to get better. It's going to get worse. And they are making a clear attack on specific groups of people. So, and, and the thing about it is, here's, here's the thing that gets me, is I do have a couple liberal friends, and they even are so brainwashed by their side of things that they don't even see that these groups, Antifa and... BLM and all these other groups, they are clearly socialist slash communist. And they are so brainwashed. But most people are brainwashed to a certain extent. You've got a bunch of people um, that really think the political platform out here is really a we choose who's president and who's not. You know, I've never, I, I haven't believed that for a very long time. 
I believe JFK was probably the last real president that we had where he actually woke up and decided he was going to expose these uh, these secret societies and these people that were, uh, they have an agenda. And they won't stop until that agenda is met. They get resistance from time to time. They're being slowed down every once in a great while. They get slowed down, sure. But they're still, you know, they're still hammering away. And unfortunately, I have to tell you that eventually their agenda will be met and they will bring about this new leader of the world, of the free world, well, it won't be free anymore. They will bring about this leader and this new religion. And it's been written about in the Bible. I hate to bust your bubble, but it has. It's been in the Bible for over 2,000 years. This was all written down over 2,000 years ago, where everything that's happening right now is supposed to happen, and it's going to keep it's going to get much worse. And if you have not accepted Jesus Christ and have not taken, you know, picked your side that you're going to be on, it's going to be chosen for you. And I I don't understand how people don't choose Jesus. I, I, I really don't. And people, the people love to throw around that it's it's just another religion. It's religion. It's religion. No, it's it's a personal relationship. There's nothing religious about it, except that at one point in time there were Pharisees and there were priests and and you know all that involved in 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 that particular you know the Old Testament, and then up until you know Jesus um, fought against the Pharisees and the priests. You know, when he's in the temple flipping tables and telling the Pharisees, you, you, you know, you must repent. And by the way, speaking of the word repent, uh, this last week I, I, ran, I ran across this guy on, on YouTube. And the YouTube channel is called The Door. And I, and I guess that's the name of the church, The Door. Um. I I, take, I I listen, you know, I, I try to find new people here and there to listen to on occasion to get different perspectives of the Bible, or I should say different perspectives of, you know, what God means to everyone and, and what Jesus means and what's the real truth, you know? So I ran across this guy, and uh, Michael Pearl, I believe is his name, and but the, the name of the YouTube channel is The Door, and, and that's the name of the church, I guess. And he's, a, he's an older gentleman, get a white beard and everything, you know, and he's kind of one of these old school preachers where he believes that men shouldn't cut their hair, and, you know, he's not, like, over... He doesn't condemn people that do that, that cut their hair and stuff like that. I'm just saying his personal belief system... He takes care of himself. He's, you know, he's got a garden and all this stuff, and he, um, he's helped people. You know, there's really the only kind of thing I kind of wince a little bit is when he's bragging about how many people he's brought to Christ and stuff like that. And we don't bring people to Christ. Okay, as as human beings, we don't lead people to Christ. 
that's the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit does that. We can point people in the right direction, whether it's telling our own story, whether it's helping someone in need and, 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 and talking about Jesus and talking about the gospel. But the Holy Spirit leads people to Christ. We don't do that. So bragging about that, to me personally, I think that's kind of ridiculous. So, but again, I'm not, you know, what it is what it is. That's, I, I'm trying to learn not to nitpick every single person that I see. And because everybody's got little things that are, you know, considered wrong or you can look at the Bible and say, well, the Bible doesn't say that. So uh, unless they're blatantly going against biblical writings, I, I don't, you know, I'm trying not to get too crazy about it. Um, but anyway, I mean, the guy's got a lot of good things to say. A lot of the teachings and stuff, some of it is open to my eyes. One of them is about repentance. Um, repentance is is a tricky subject. It is, a, you know, because it's been taught uh, he brought it up that a lot of churches still teach that is that you must repent before you can be saved. I don't, and, and the way he brought it, you know, the way he presented it was, I, it made sense because in the Bible, it doesn't really say, you know, that you cannot be saved unless you are repentant. I believe you will become repentant if you do accept Jesus Christ. Through the Holy Spirit, you're going to be led to be repentant. You're going to be like me, where I just I live in sin, and um, if there's one or two little nitpicky things you can't seem to get rid of, and you hate yourself, and you you get depressed about it, and you think God doesn't love you anymore, which is a lot of the last few months for me. Again, I'm, I'm not trying to use it as an excuse as to why I haven't done shows and stuff like that or YouTube or anything. I, I just, but it's it's the truth. I'm not going to lie to you about it, but uh, we all go through this. And here recently, the last few months, it's going to get worse and worse and worse because the father of all lies, Lucifer or Satan, however you want to refer to him, is going, he's ramping up those efforts. He's already got all the people he's, that are, all these people out here that are, killing babies and they're uh, raping and pillaging and burning and destroying lives, blatantly talking against Jesus. You know, all these people are already his. They're already Lucifer's children. The Satanists, Hollywood, the music industry, most political uh, organizations, secret societies. He's already got them in. They're already hooked in. They're already part of the program. He's not worried about them. He's got them. Who he wants are people like us who believe in Jesus, who struggle every single day with sin. He's also trying to nab people who think they're saved or, well, they might be saved, but they, they're involved in charismatic churches or charismatic 
organizations. He's after all those people. He's he's after anyone who believes that Jesus Christ is the Son of God and that he died for us here on this planet. He came down to the planet, died for us, rose again on the third day, and is waiting to come back. He's waiting for the Father to send him back one last time. Those are the people that Satan wants. And he has ramped up his efforts to just crazy, crazy levels. Everywhere I turn, I'm seeing people having dreams. I'm seeing people, uh, you know, telling their story. They're witnessing and they're talking about how hard it is in the last few months to stay, I guess, uh, to, for lack of a better term, try to stay sober. And I don't mean that as in, you know, not necessarily alcohol or anything like that. I mean, just sober-minded to where you're concentrated on God and you're trying to do the best you can as a Christian. The efforts have, I mean, everywhere I turn, everywhere I turn, I'm, I'm seeing people that think the same way I do, that they're, they feel like they're under attack constantly. And they cannot... Um, they can't deal with it. They're having a super hard time dealing with it. So though those, it's getting crazy and it's going to get worse. It's going to get much worse. So the only thing I can tell you is to keep praying. Try to read as much as you can the word of God. You know, I've got to do this too. I'm not telling you that I don't need to do it. I I absolutely need to do it. We all do. And we have to trust God that he's going to take care of us. We also have to trust God that we are saved and that our salvation is secure as long as we don't turn against God, as long as we don't turn away from him. And what I was trying to get to with the repentance thing uh, that Michael Pearl was talking about. Now he's he he kind of he's a little bit extreme about it, and some people can take it as well. You don't need to repent to be saved. They can take that and go well. That means just okay. So if you accept Christ and you can just go do whatever you want to do, you can sin however you want to sin. Don't have to worry about it. You'll always have your salvation. No, that's not what he's saying. That's not what I'm saying. The point is, the the way to be saved, the ba- the way to accept your salvation, the gift of salvation from God, is to believe in Jesus Christ and accept Him as your Lord and Savior. And you know, once you make that commitment, your uh, the Holy Spirit is going to take over. You're when you sin, you're going to feel bad about it. You're going to feel guilty about it. Okay, and you're going to want to repent, and you're going to want to turn away from the sin. That's what repent means. People have taken that in the church, and they they keep using it, not necessarily the way that it's meant to be used. The word repent means to turn away, basically do a 180. So even God repented, and I didn't believe that. He was talking about it's in the Bible. So I brought the pure Bible search software and I looked and sure enough, there's a lot of man to man repentance in the Bible. And there's a lot of 
There's actually a few verses where God repented, in other words, turned away from the last his decision and turned, you know, changed his mind to save people or not destroy a certain people or uh, at least for a certain amount of time, maybe prolonged it, prolonged that destruction until a later date or something. But even God has repented. You know, and I never believed that. I just never believed. I thought that it's all laid out and that's the way it is and it never changes. But that's because of the way the word repentance is used in churches these days. They don't really tell you everything. They just tell you, you got to repent and and you got to, you know, if you don't repent and you can't be saved, if you, if you, if you, if you're thinking that you're not saved, you probably didn't repent of all your sins. You cannot repent of all your sins. It's impossible. We sin every day. And you compound that day after day after day. If you get to a certain age, it's going to be impossible to repent. And remember, I've sat down and I've remembered stuff and I've tried to repent because I was under that assumption. I've got to repent of all my sins. Maybe I just didn't, maybe I just forgot. I forgot to repent of all my sins, so that's why I'm still sinning. That's why I know I'm still sinning because I'm I'm a human being and I'm I'm just I I'm not trying hard enough. God is giving me the tools but I'm not accepting the tools. You know? He's given us the tool. The Bible is the biggest tool that we could be using to live a more uh Jesus-like life. But we don't use it. I don't use it. And it's tough. I know how hard it is because I'm living it every single day. I'm at the point now, I don't even want to talk to anybody. I don't want to associate with anybody because I don't want to be swayed one way or the other. I'm trying, you know, I that's probably not the right way to go. You know, I'm, I know there's a lot of people probably like me that just don't like to deal with people. And to be honest, yeah, people do will influence you to think certain things and act certain ways. And I and I've I've seemed to you know I caught on to this a long time ago. I just kind of I chose to ignore it. Where certain people you get around certain people, they cuss all the time. Then you start cussing. Um, they believe a certain way, and you end up kind of talking about it and laughing about it and, you know, making jokes or even, you know, looking at pornography or whatever, making comments about women or men, depending on your, you know, situation. So um, people can influence us certain ways, but really it's your strength and your, if, if you, I know it, to a certain degree, God will take you out of certain things. Like God kind of took me away from drinking and all that, he's taken me away from almost everything except for there's one or two things. There's a couple things left. Um, and, but they're under my control, but I choose not to control them. You know what I mean? It, it's it's one of those things where um, we have to, and here's the thing, and the reason I'm even bringing any of this up is we have to try harder. We have to try harder, and we have to open that book. We got to open the Bible, and we've got to read it. And we have to believe it. And if there's something you don't understand, figure out a way, uh, cross-reference, whatever, 
Find somebody that explains it for you so you can understand. Take yourselves out of those situations, those sinful situations. If you if you do dumb stuff like drink a lot and go, you know, going out to club, don't go to the bar anymore. Stop going to the bars. You know, stop looking at pornography. Every day you're gonna you're gonna see, you know, if you're a man, you're gonna see a woman walking in something tight because every girl and every woman's wearing tight clothes these days. I mean, I, I can't, it's hard for me when I'm picking on my son in high school. I'm seeing these girls, these high school girls are being allowed to wear some of the outfits they're wearing to school, and it blows my mind. I'm like, you're you're letting kids that are already sexually charged they're going through puberty and and all this stuff and and you're letting them go to school like this and 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 from promote their body like that things have changed so much and people can say oh well we were so repressed back in the 50s and 40s and all yeah but you didn't have a lot of the problems we have today did we Because this liberalism took over. Let's be liberal. Let's be free. Free love, man. Free love and drugs. Yeah, that worked out really good. Because most of the time, a majority of people that are taking drugs, they're having fun. But at some point, I guarantee you, and they'll never admit it. The, all the sex and all the drugs and all that stuff. But there's one time a day, one time per day, even if it's just five minutes, they hate their life. They hate it. They're miserable on the inside. I promise you. Because they can never fill that hole inside of them. Only Jesus can fill that that big giant chasm. You know, because that's we're born with that. We're born with a piece missing. Jesus is that piece. And we look our entire lives for that piece to fill. And very few people actually find it when you look at the whole big scope of the human race. And Satan, it's his job to take the piece away. You see where I'm going? Some people never find the piece. Satan tries to, they use Satan to fill it, or Satan does his best to fill that void. I guess hole was probably a bad word to use. <laughs> but yeah, you know what I mean. Satan tries to uh, fill that. He gives you all these different fun things to do, right? And then some people will escape from that, and they'll find Jesus, and they go, wow, Jesus fills that. I don't feel horrible anymore. I don't feel depressed anymore. I don't feel like drinking anymore. I don't feel like sleeping around anymore. I still have, the, you know, I still have some urges, it's not it's not that you suddenly become a perfect human being and that'll never happen. The point is you start feeling guilty about certain things. You start realizing how much of a sinner you really are and most people cannot deal with that. 
And they would rather cover it up and they would rather follow Satan and follow Lucifer or follow nobody at all, but they're still following Satan. If you're, Here's the thing. Even if you're an atheist, you're following Satan. Because if you're not following Jesus, you're following Satan. It's just the way it is. I don't make the rules. That's just the way it is. Whatever religion it is you want to believe in besides Jesus, you're still following Satan. It all points back to Satan, except for Jesus. It's hard to deal with everyday life as it is, and then you're constantly worried about your salvation. You're constantly worried about all the different things going on around us, and it's hard not to hard not to get involved in in politics and stuff, especially if it's an, affecting you on a local level, um, or abortion, or uh, just like this new show that came up on Netflix, this cuties, this absolutely disgusting, obvious pedophilia was behind that making that movie and uh i've just seen the clips going around on social media i haven't and i'm not gonna watch the movie i'm thinking about canceling my netflix as a matter of fact just i mean i should have canceled a long time ago just because of some of the shows the show lucifer i mean that alone i should have canceled it but anyway you're not alone when you're worried about your salvation you're worried about am i doing the right thing has god forgotten me have I done, did I go too far? You know, I think we just have to slow down, take yourself out of the situations or get yourself away from the people that have a bad influence on you. It doesn't make them bad people. It just, I'm just, you know, just if you're, I'm looking at it from my point of view. I don't like to do those things anymore. And there are certain people that remind me of certain things that I need to get rid of in my life as well. You know, that's on me. I can't forget it. I can't get over it. It's, it's hard. It really is tough. If I crack my Bible open every day and eventually would I be able to get past all that? I'm sure I would. And that's what we have to do. I mean, just to be blunt, I mean, the, the obvious solution is if you have a Bible that's the solution. Um, I know I rambled. I know I rambled so many different things um, <laughs> that I that I talked about because I just get off on one subject and that would lead me to another, to another, to another, and I could break down and do each individual shows, and that's uh, that's what I should do because I know it's confusing. I just want you people to understand. Okay, the few people that have listened to my podcast and have been faithful downloaders and downloaded, you know, pretty much everyone. Uh, I want you to understand that I've been struggling and, and again, I'm not offering any excuses, but I am struggling. And I know some of you are struggling as well. Um, it's going to get worse. It really is going to get worse. The best thing you can possibly do is, you know, when, when, God presents the opportunity. Talk about Jesus. You know, slide it into conversations. People are talking about how bad things are. Yeah, it's not only going to get worse, you know, until Jesus comes back. I mean, you'd be surprised at how you might be able to lead into a, a conversation about it. You know, again, we're not the ones who save people. You're not going to convince someone. 
The only thing you need to do is tell them about Jesus. That's it. What's Jesus done for you? What is he going to do for us? That's all you got to do. The Holy Spirit will take care of the rest. You know, it's our job to plant that seed. That's it. Don't browbeat people. That's where you lose people. When you just constantly browbeat them to death about stuff. I hate it when people browbeat me about stuff. Even if it's about, even back when I was doing the conspiracy shows and stuff like that, I'd get emails, but just constantly with links, 50,000 links in there. You got to watch this. You got to look at this. You got to look at this. It's the Jesuits. No, it's the Catholics. No, it's the blah, blah, blah. And it just goes, it went on and on and on and on and on. And it just made me so, it just got me so frustrated because it's just so much. When in reality, you just got to worry about accepting Jesus. That's it. All the rest of this stuff is going to happen and there's not a darn thing you can do about it. You're not going to stop it. You're not going to stop Satan. You're not going to stop the Democrats. You're not going to stop anybody from doing anything. What you can do is do your best to live for God and live for Jesus. That's it. That's all we can do. We can't. There's a, so much in our lives that we can't change. And it's proven every day because a lot of these things, if, if everybody's in such an uproar about Netflix, then just cancel Netflix. And if enough people cancel Netflix, they would shut down. They wouldn't have any money. Same thing with the NFL and the NBA. You're so angry about all these players doing the BLM thing and all that. And I agree. It's, it's infuriating that they would support a Marxist, communist organization like BLM and an obvious racist organization. And they promote these criminals as heroes. Then stop watching. But yet today... I believe today was the first NFL, first weekend, NFL weekend, whatever. And guess what? All the same people are still watching. And they're still commenting. And they're still into it. And they're still doing their fantasy football. And they're still promoting their teams. If, if you were serious, you would just stop watching. Without an audience... They are nothing. But it's not going to happen. Not enough people care. Because everybody wants a distraction. Everybody is so afraid to wake up every morning. And they're so afraid to face life. So they drink. They go out and have sex. They go out and uh, they're watching pornography. They're watching uh, whatever it is, movies, listening to music and stuff, and they just they they get in, they get they go overboard with everything else they do to to avoid dealing with life. Most people can't deal with life. It's the society we've created. I was a part of it too. I'm still am a part of it to an extent. So, um, being awakened a little bit doesn't make me immune. At all. And if you think you are, you're 
you're definitely, definitely lying to yourself. So I'm going to make this, I'm going to, I'm going to make this, uh, I'm not going to make promises. I don't like making promises. I'm going to do uh, one of these a week. We'll start this off one a week. I've, I've got a little different process now that I'm actually a little happier with. And if this works out, then is, this will make this, uh, it'll make it much easier to do these podcasts and be able to, uh, and what I'm going to try to do is stick to a subject. I'm also going to talk about men's health, mental, mental health. Um, those, because I can only speak from a man's perspective because I'm a man. Okay. And I've noticed I, I actually joined a group that has something to do with separation, men who are separated. And there's a lot of sad individuals out there. A lot of sad individuals. So I'm going to try to incorporate that into this podcast and maybe show, you know, maybe somebody at some point who's separated and going through it and, you know, having a really rough time, maybe they'll understand that the only way to turn is Jesus. He's the only one that's going to help you. And a lot of us don't even realize our, what we did that also ruined the relationship. You know, maybe you're not the sole reason, you know, maybe, maybe you you weren't the straw that broke the camel's back. However, you still contributed. And, and, and that it's not even just marriages. That's for anything. That's for anything in life. All of this going on right now is because we all let it happen. We didn't stand up. Our ancestors didn't stand up. You know, or the people just before us didn't stand up. Fathers, grandfathers, and mothers, they didn't stand up. And they didn't fight. There wasn't enough of them fighting. So now look at what we've got to deal with. And it's just going to continually get worse generation after generation until Jesus comes back. I mean, he, Jesus said, it, you know, he, he's got to come back because if he doesn't, we're going to destroy ourselves and we're well on our way, folks, well on our way. So anyway, thanks for listening. And um, I appreciate it. Thanks for being patient with me. Uh, I'll, I'll just tell you, it's, it's been kind of a rough few months. That's all I can say. I think some of you probably can understand. Maybe not. I don't know. Maybe you just, you'll never listen again. I, <laughs> I don't know, but uh, uh, whatever. I'll be back next week. So I'm going to try to post these on Monday. Um, try to, I'm going to try to keep a schedule now. If this works out with uh, the way I'm doing this now, the new system I got going on here. Uh, also, I started photography a few months ago this year. Well, I guess this year. And I'm, I've been slowly getting into that. Go to johntaylorphoto.com if you want to see my website. I've uh, been kind of testing the waters there, just looking to see, trying to put that website together. So johntaylorphoto.com. Yes, that's my John Taylor. English is still part of my name. I didn't lie. <laughs> I just uh, chopped off the last name <laughs> when I was doing the other stuff. So anyway. Uh, again, thanks for listening, and we'll catch you again next weekend or next Monday. So I'm, I'm telling you that. I'm not going to promise because we always break promises, but I'm going to try real hard. I'll talk to you next Monday.